Shavuatov. Today we'll be studying the fourth chapter of Hilchot Paraduma. This chapter will deal with different dinim related to the Hazaah, the sprinkling of the blood, and the Serefa, and the burning of the Paraduma. Perikrevi Halacha Aleph. In Shohatin Shet Parot Adumot Keahat. It's forbidden to slaughter two parot adumot at the same time. As the Torah says, that uh, it in singular should be slaughtered. If the para didn't want to go to harazetim to be burned, an additional black cow shouldn't be taken with it. Um, typically, cows uh, walk in the direction that other cows are going. So, another cow, um, a black, another, an additional black cow isn't allowed to be brought with it uh, to lead it, to lead the, uh, to lead and to accompany the paraduma. Shelo yomeru shehora shahatu. In order for people not, in order for people not to say that ah that. Para that was slaughtered, it was the black one that was led um, to Harazetim. Velo aduma shlo yom time shahatu, and a red one shouldn't be taken uh, in order for people not to say that two parot adumot were slaughtered. So if the para didn't want to go and exit uh, to go, exit Harabai to go to Harazetim, uh, a black uh, para. And a red para shouldn't be taken to lead and to accompany the original para aduma that is to be taken to Harazetim. Halhagimal, para shenishhata shelulishma. If the para was slaughtered without the proper intent, so for example, if the Kohen who is slaughtering the para aduma intended for the para aduma to be slaughtered as a shelamim, or if he received the blood of the paraduma after the shahita, or if he sprinkled the blood, not with the proper intention of the, uh, not with the proper intention for this to be for the p- process of paraduma, or if initially he had the proper intent, but after he did not have the proper intent, or or vice versa, if he started out without the proper intent of of um, of the Kabbalah or the Hazaah um, without the proper intent and then he had the proper intent or if the paraduma was offered by a non-Kohen so or so for example in other words if it was offered by a Levi or a Yisrael or if the para was slaughtered by a Kohen who was not wearing the four uh, garments that uh, that a regular kohen would wear while doing and performing the avodah, or if the, the or if the para was offered by a kohen who was wearing the gold garments of the kohen gadol, or if the kohen um, offered the paraduma while wearing ordinary clothing, pesula. The, all of these would invalidate the paraduma. Shehata amenat echolmi besara olishtot midama keshera shelone marba reyah nihoa. If the para was slaughtered in order for, with the intent, on, on the condition that 
the person who was doing the shahita was going to eat from its meat or drink the blood, the offering is kasher because as opposed to other korbanot, it never says in regards to the paraduma that it must be accepted and offered to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, whereas other korbanot, it, the Torah says that it must be accepted, that it is accepted by uh, accepted, so to speak, by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If the blood was collected and received by a keli, this invalidates the paraduma, as the pasuk says, El Azara Kohen must take with his fingers, must take the blood with his fingers. The mitzvah must be performed with the hands, not via a keli. If he sprinkled the blood with a keli, even if only one of, of the seven hazayot were done with a keli, the hazaya is pasul. If even one of the sprinklings was done with the left hand, the hazaya is pasul. If seven kohanim at the same time sprinkled the blood all at once, it is pasul. But if the kohanim, if seven kohanim sprinkled the blood one after another, it is kasher. If the Kohen sprinkled the blood but didn't direct and aim the sprinkling towards the Hechal, it is Pasul, as the Pasuk states, uh, facing and towards the direction of Ohel Moed, and implied that it that the Hazaya must be done towards in, in the direction of the Hechal and the Kohen has to see the Hechal while he is sprinkling. Similarly, if the uh, Paraduma was slaughtered or burned, that and he, it was not done, it was not slaughtered or burned opposite the Hechal, it is Pasul, as the Pasuk states, that it must be slaughtered in front, opposite uh, implying that it must be done opposite of the Hechal. When does this apply? This applies when the Hazaya or the Shehita or the Serifa of the Para was done towards the south, towards the north, or if it was done with its back to the Mikdash. With his back, with the Kohen's back to the Mikdash. But if the Kohen was standing between east and west and was facing towards the entrance of the Hechal, even if he didn't aim exactly towards the entrance of, of the Hechal, it is kasher. If he missed one of the sprinklings of the dam, for example, if he did six hazayot uh, and not seven, it is pasul. If he dipped his finger twice into the blood and then sprinkled once, the hazaya is pasul. Taval ahat 
if he dipped his finger once and then sprinkled twice, Af even though he didn't count the second Hazaya and went back and dipped his finger again and then sprinkled again, it is Pasul. How so? If the Kohen dipped his finger for the sixth time and then he sprinkled for the sixth and for the seventh time, even if the Kohen went back and then dipped his finger another time and then sprinkled a seventh time, the Hazaya is Pasul. If the Kohen dipped his finger for the seventh time and then sprinkled a seventh time and an eighth time, even if he dipped his finger an eighth time and then sprinkled an eighth time, it is kasher, because any sprinkling in addition to the required seven hazayot don't have any meaning and don't have any consequence. And this is provided the additional hazaya, the eighth hazaya, is done by another kohen. However, if the, if the eighth sp- an additional sprinkling was done by the Kohen who was burning the Paraduma, Im Hosif Pesala. If he sprinkled in addition to the required seven Hazayot, he 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 invalidates the Hazayot. Because he involved himself with unnecessary actions while the para was being burned. And as we'll see, that is for, forbidden. It is forbidden for the Kohen who, and for the Kohen and anyone who's involved in the slaughtering or burning of the para. It's forbidden for them to be to 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 engage in any any activity aside for the shahita and the serifa while the serifa is going on. If the blood is removed from the ma'aracha. Uh, the ma'aracha, if you recall, is the arrangement of the wood, and then the blood is, uh, and then the blood is sprinkled again. It is pasul. midama If the blood was sprinkled at night, Even if six hazayot were done during the day and only one is done at night. It is pasul. Halakha yod. Shehata hut mim mekom serefata. Afilu shehata lifnim mina homa pesula. If the paraduma was slaughtered outside where it is burned, even if it was slaughtered inside the walls of Yerushalayim, it is pasul. Halakha yod alef. Serefa hut mim ma'arachta shenishata aleha. If the paraduma was burned outside of the ma'arachha, that it was slaughtered at, or or if the para was divided in two and it was burned on two different marachot, or if 
two parot were burned in one ma'aracha, pesula. All of these invalidate the paraduma. Ve'im ahar she'na asat efer, bevi acheret ve'soref agabah, ve'en uchoshesh. And if after it was burned, in re- if the after the paraduma was burned and reduced to ashes, another para can be brought and burned on top of the ashes um, after the uh, after the first para was burned and reduced to ashes. Then another one may be brought um, and burned on top of it. And, and you can do that without a question. Halacha yod bet. If the para was skinned and cut into pieces and then burned, it is kasher. But if any part of the para was missing, even the excrement of the para, it is pasul. Paka meora o mibesara. Afilu misara kazait yahazir. If the skin or flesh, the size of a kazait of the paraduma, flew flew off because of the fire, even if it was a hair, the size of a kazait, it must be returned to the. It must be returned. Veim lo yahazir pesula. But if it, the if it was not returned. It is pasul. If the if a piece of the paraduma, the size of a kizait, flew outside of the ma'aracha, marbe alav mesorfo bimkomo, more wood should be added, and it should be that piece of uh, the piece of the para should be burned in its place. Paka mikarneha omitelafeha omipirsha enosarich lehazir. If the horn or hoofs or excrement of the paraduma flew off um, due to the due to the fire uh, it does not need to be returned um, to the ma'aracha as opposed to other korbanot the paraduma does not become invalidated if left overnight the fikach therefore im nishhata hayom therefore if the paraduma was slaughtered today and the 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 blood was sprinkled as uh, as we described and as the halakha details and it was burned tomorrow it is kasher serafa onen kapara keshera if a if if it was if the paraduma was burned by somebody who was an onen an onen is somebody who uh, had a close relative of his uh, pass away but was not yet buried or in mehusar kapara mehusar kapara is a zav or a mesura that dipped in the mikveh and uh, and waited until the night but they haven't yet finished their kapara process because they still need to bring a korban. So if the paraduma was burned by an onen or a mehusar kapara, it is kasher. Halacha tetvav. Shilor rehus yadayim viraglaim pesula avoda. If the kohen who burned the paraduma burned it without washing his hands and feet as he would as as he would before doing any work in the Beit HaMikdash, it is pasul, because the process of the paraduma is similar and is analogous to the work in the Mikdash. And where does the Kohen uh, wash his hands and feet? 
the Kohen must wash should wash his feet in the Mikdash using the vessels that were used for the service in the Beit Mikdash. Bim Kidesh Bahus U Mikeli Hol Afilu Bim Kedash Laheres Kasher Hoil Vihun Maseha Bahus. But if the and if the Kohen washed his hands and feet outside of the Mikdash using an ordinary vessel, even if he used a simple uh, keli made out of pottery, it is kasher uh, because the entire process of of the paraduma is performed and is done outside of the Beit HaMikdash. V'chen, kishemat bilin et ha-kohen ha-soref, me'in oto, kemo she-be'arnu, eno sarich lahazor ul-kadesh, hoi v'chol ma'aseha, Similarly, after the Kohen who burns the similarly as um, once the once the Kohen who is supposed to burn the Paraduma is taken and then after he becomes Tameh as we described in uh, in Hal in Perik Yod, Yod Dalid, he doesn't need to now wash his hands and feet because um, anyone who dipped in the because the 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 entire process of the paraduma is performed by anyone who is tevuyom anyone who dipped in the mikveh on that on that day. Halachat tezayin serafa shelo beesim o bechol o bechol etzim afilu bekash afilu bigvava keshera if the paraduma was not burned using wood or was burned with all different types of wood. Even if it was burned using straw or animal feces, it is kasher. And the misvah of the paraduma is that you shouldn't reduce the, the, the wood from what is appropriate for, uh, for the para to be burned. So you shouldn't... Um, you shouldn't... The, the misvah of the paraduma... Um, you should use the amount of wood that 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 the para can be burned with. You shouldn't use less than that. Even a person um, can can add um, bundles of ezov, bundles of zatar, or ezovion, or a different type of hyssop, while it is the paraduma was being burned to, in order to increase the amount of ashes of the paraduma. And a person can add more wood while the para is being burned in order uh, for the wood to become ashes. But once everything becomes ashes and is already burned, even if one branch was added. This is um, this is like somebody who is mixing ashes that were burned for other purposes with the ashes of the paraduma. The entire process of the paraduma from beginning until the end 
must only be performed during the daytime and can only be performed by male kohanim and other work that is done by the kohen during this process invalidates the paraduma. However, once the paraduma in the ma'aracha is made into ashes, im kanas ifra if he collected the ashes at night, or if a woman collected the ashes, or if the Kohen did something else while collecting the ashes, it is kasher. And how do we know that the collecting that collecting the ashes can be done by any Jew aside from a Hiresh Shoteve Katan. Hiresh is somebody who is both deaf and mute. Shoteh is somebody who is mentally incapacitated and a minor. Shinneimar, as the Pasuk says, ish Tahor. As the Pasuk says, the a pure person should collect the ashes. Mikelal Sheena Sericha Kohen, implying that the collection of the collecting the ashes does not need to be done. Specifically by a Kohen. And it's as though the Torah said a pure person, whether male or female. And how do we know that doing other work while the uh, while while the process of the paraduma is going on invalidates the paraduma? as the Torah states, that he should slaughter the para. From the Torah we learn that this pasuk is coming to teach us that if the Kohen is engaged in any other activity while the para is being slaughtered, it is Pasul. It, this would invalidate the paraduma. Vinneimar and the Torah also states that the para must be burned before the before his eyes. Sheyu enav, but that his eyes must be on the para. That this teaches us that any that any activity that is that is performed by that is performed while. For, the, any activity that is performed from the time of the shahita until the para and the ma'aracha is made into ashes invalidates the paraduma. And anyone involved in the burning of the para and engaged in any, any other activity while the para was being burned invalidates the paraduma and and you can you you have a person must wait until after the para is turned into ashes in order to engage in engage in any other activity. Halacha yud hit final halacha the chapter shahatet para venish hata behema aheret imma o nit hatecha delat imma keshera shaharelon kaven limnacha af alpi shabehema shnish hata imma keshera la achila shen shahitat ahulin sericha. If the para was slaughtered and another animal was slaughtered at the same time or if a pumpkin was slaughtered at the same time while um, while slaughtering the paraduma, the paraduma would be kasher because you don't because this this isn't intended work even though 
the uh, the other animal that is slaughtered at the same time that the paraduma was slaughtered is uh, is kasher and, and can be eaten and as because shahitat khulin because slaughtering of regular animals does not require any specific intention but if the person who is slaughtering the paraduma all intended to cut the delat to cut the pumpkin and he intended to cut the pumpkin and the pumpkin was cut at the same time while shahita the shahita was performed this would invalidate the paraduma because work intended work was performed during the shahita of the paraduma because he a person intended to cut the delat and the delat was cut. This would invalid. This is considered work, and this would invalidate the paraduma. Baruch Adonai Amen ve'amen.